there is a growing debate that climate change is causing the wildfires we're seeing today. No matter your view, this is for certain. You've seen the flames. You've seen the destruction. You've seen the catastrophes. It's as if the world is on fire. This summer has been marked by the most deadly wildfire catastrophes in modern history. Just last week, around 2,500 individuals received evacuation orders for the residences, and further evacuations are anticipated as authorities are gravely concerned about the wildfire in close proximity to West Kelowna, British Columbia. Meanwhile, in the Northwest Territories, local officials have given the 20,000 Yellowknife residents a deadline of noon Friday to leave. The Canadian Interagency Forest Fire Centre has now recorded 5,790 fires since the beginning of this year, which have burned over 14 million hectares. There are currently 1,048 active fires, with 662 of them out of control. And this is just Canada. You've seen the destruction in Maui, Hawaii. Since August 8th, the wildfires, predominantly within the vicinity of Lahaina on Maui's western coastline, have claimed the lives of at least 111 individuals including children. The pictures and images of the destruction is unbearable. More importantly, they don't seem to add up. In fact, there have been many reports of odd occurrences and videos that insinuate the fires were a planned and deliberate attack. For example, videos have surfaced where a large beam from the sky was seen hitting areas of Lahaina. Many are calling it direct energy weapons. Others have talked about the inaccuracies of the reported strong winds and low humidity levels caused by Hurricane Dora that helped spread the fire, that the winds weren't as high and humidity levels not as low as reported. Other odd, or rather convenient, occurrences include being unable to use water to fight the fires due to water restrictions. But that's not all. Maui's emergency management failed to activate its sophisticated alarm system. Another so-called conspiracy is that the fires were intentionally set for the purpose of an elite land grab and that the governor previously passed a bill that allows rezoning only in the event of a major natural disaster. The amount of conspiracies is easy to find. And while some have been debunked or fact-checked, others certainly make you wonder. No matter your view, we're not here to add more fuel to this fire. In Maui, it could have simply been the case of poorly built electrical lines which started the fire fueled by the winds from the hurricane and then a lack of access to water. But one thing is for sure, there is a climate change narrative to these wildfires. There are two sides to this story. One, climate change is real and these fires are a direct result of rising temperatures. Two, the fires are a deliberate attempt to instill a climate change narrative. Sure, an argument can be made that man-made climate change contributes to rising temperatures, that we've witnessed some of the hottest days on record. But many counter-arguments suggest we're not experiencing that at all. While wildfires appear out of control today, are they really from a historical perspective? For example, in Canada, the number of wildfires has actually been decreasing despite growing carbon emissions. What about the U.S.? Well, take a look at this graph. In this graph, you can see that the damage caused by wildfires in the United States from 1984 to 2020 has actually grown and increased over those years. But have wildfires grown more rampant since we've been driving more cars? This chart certainly leads us to that conclusion. But data can always be manipulated to support a narrative. So let's change the time frame and see what happens. If we start the data going back nearly 100 years, the annual acreage burned in the U.S., 
is actually far below the historical average. Perhaps we have better means to fight the fires now, or perhaps our actions don't affect climate change as much as we're led to believe. There are many ways to spin both sides of the narrative. But one thing is for sure. Suppose you believe that wildfires directly result from climate change caused by oil and gas vehicles, gas appliances, and cow farts. In that case, the obvious solution is to drive electric vehicles, use electric appliances, and eat less red meat. On the other hand, if you believe that the wildfires have been intentionally started to fuel the man-made climate change narrative, think of how far they will go to continue with this narrative. Governments and institutions around the world have poured billions into fighting climate change. Last year, the World Bank gave a record $31.7 billion to help countries address climate change. The year before that, it paid out $26.6 billion. The United States is expected to spend around $500 billion to fight climate change over the next decade, $362 billion from the Inflation Reduction Act, $98 billion from the Infrastructure Act, and $54 billion from the CHIPS Law. Meanwhile, Germany just approved investments in green energy worth $63 billion for 2024, a 60% increase to this year's targeted spending. It also agreed to boost investments in the so-called Climate and Transformation Fund to $233 billion, an increase of around $33 billion between 2024 and 2027. In other words, more than a trillion dollars have already been earmarked to fight climate change. You can bet this number will rise. No matter how you look at it, the world is about to undergo a significant shift, a new green economy that will raise the price of energy and thus everything along with it. As we wrote before, energy is one of the most important inputs in creating every consumer good, including food. If the elite's goal is to wipe out the middle class, increasing energy costs is the great first step. It's basic economics. We already know there isn't enough power on any grid if every car on the road became electric today. That means the demand for electricity will be sky high while supply will be extremely low. And what happens when demand exceeds supply? Higher prices. Of course, there are ways to add more energy to the grid. We could build more nuclear power plants, which will likely happen. But ultimately, that's still not considered sustainable. But Elon Musk has a solution. Here's what Elon Musk had to say. There is a clear path to a sustainable energy on Earth. It doesn't require destroying natural habitats. It doesn't require us to be austere and stop using electricity and sort of be out in the cold or anything. Musk believes using solar and wind firms could lead to a sustainable future, and the infrastructure needed for this will take less than 0.2% of the Earth's surface. But there's a catch. We need to find a way to store the energy. A big part of achieving that vision involves expanding the world's energy storage capacity by up to 240 terawatt hours. In other words, the path to a sustainable future cannot happen without the ability, technology, and most importantly, the resources to store energy. And that means a massive investment opportunity is here for those who understand this. So stay tuned. We'll be releasing a report on how to benefit from what the elites have in store. Do not miss our next report. Seek the truth and be prepared.